Bonjour and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Today is a new installment of our Street of the World segment, and I'm taking you to Berlin, Germany. And your local guide for this new street adventure is none other than street photographer Martin Waltz. Welcome, Martin. Hello, Valérie. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for uh, for coming on the show. So please tell us a little bit about, about yourself before we hit the streets of Berlin with you. Well, I'm a street photographer. I live in Berlin. I live in Berlin for over 20 years now. I've always shot a lot. I did street photography in the 80s. Didn't know that it was called that way then. And I restarted a few years ago. And so I'm pretty often on the streets, actually, pretty much every day. Every day. That's awesome. So um, people will want to know what you shoot with. So let's get that out of the way. What do you shoot with? <laughs> uh, oh, gear-wise, yes. I'm, I'm a notorious gear swapper. So um, right now I shoot with a Ricoh GR and a Fuji X100S. Okay. And I have a Sony A7R with a 35mm. Okay. So you're not so much into brand. It's whatever works for you, right? Pretty much so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Okay, so let's pretend I'm on a 48-hour layover in Berlin. Um, I may be flying in or I may be taking a train. So let's start there. Um, what if people fly into Berlin? How easy is it to get out? And is there anything interesting around the airport? Well, um, it's easy to get out. Actually, Berlin has two airports. One is the traditional Western airport. One is the traditional Eastern airport. Uh, both airports are in boring neighborhoods and both airports are very well linked to public transportation. You don't need a special bus or a special train. You just hop on public transportation. If you arrive at the Western airport, which is called Tegel, you will have to take a bus. If you arrive on the Eastern airport, uh, you can ride with the S-Bahn. The S-Bahn is something like a very fast underground, which goes most of the time over the ground. Great. And most people travel th uh, throughout Europe by train. So how about the train stations? Anything anything worth noticing there? Yeah, if you arrive at the train station, I urge you to walk because the central station is in the middle of Berlin and you can just walk out of uh, the central station Uh, crossing the spree and walk along the spree and see the government district. It's a wonderful walk and uh, I do it quite often. It's um, if, if you can do it uh, by foot, if, if your baggage allows it, walk. Okay, uh, great. Just go out, head to the east, follow the spree. You will see um, the Paul Löber House. You will see the, um, the Reichstag. You will see the Brandenburg Gate. It's all lined up. Okay, yep. I Actually, I was in Berlin. I won't even say when. It was so long ago, but I was a student. And uh, I'm uh, anxious to go again because uh, I wasn't there as a photographer back then. I was uh, quite young. So um, so anything, not anything worth shooting? Sometimes train stations, especially in Europe, can be quite interesting. Anything there that, is, that stands out for you? Um. The central station is quite interesting. It's newly built after unification. It is um, 
um, several floors high. It's all open in architecture with huge glass, uh, glass roofs. It is, you can, you can spend hours just uh, at a central station shooting there. Good. Well, it's, that's always uh, a good a great plan. place. Always a good, great plan if you have a rainy weekend, huh? You can always uh, yeah, 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 shoot absolutely. in there and do some long exposures of passengers and stuff. I always find train stations fascinating myself. So cool. So, um, I dropped off my luggage. I'm out with my little Fuji or Sony. And what would you recommend we start with? Well, um, I've thought about several walks which would be interesting to do. Um, one is a, a classical walk um, around um, a neighborhood or district called Mitte. Mitte is um, in English middle, which means it's the center of the town. It's the a most interesting uh, place and area in Berlin where actually most of the things happen. Um, so I will guide you through one of these walks, which I take quite frequently. Great. You would start at the S-Bahn station Friedrichstraße, which is um, uh, S and U-Bahn. U-Bahn is a metro subway station. And from there you had to Georgenstraße. Then you reach the Museum's Island. Museum's Island is um, is a small island in the middle of the street where you have a cluster of museums. They were all built um, last no century, two two centuries ago. Uh, pretty much restored. It's a great place to to shoot because you have wonderful surrounding. You have you cross two times the spray, you have bridges. It's a fantastic area to shoot. Um, going from there you can walk to the Hackische Markt, which is um, a newly built uh, renovated district where you can where you have um Industrial compounds, which are now for retail, it's very interesting. Masses of people, masses of tourists as well, and it's interesting to shoot. Okay. From there, I would recommend that you follow Schönhauser Straße and Münzstraße, where you have um, interesting brands and retail. It's a bit a, a bit hipster area. Heading to Alexanderplatz. Okay. Alexanderplatz is. Um, it's extremely ugly and extremely interesting. It's simply the center of uh, Berlin. Whenever you look at a map without knowing what is what, and you're asked to find the center of Berlin, you will point at Alexanderplatz because every street goes there. And it is, um, you have shopping malls, you have bars, you have cinemas, you have a huge station, underground, overground train station, you have trams, there's a lot of people there, uh, day and night, it's, um, if you know nothing to do in Berlin, just go Alexanderplatz, follow the crowd and move around, it's a wonderful place to go there. Okay. It is, it is ugly, <laughs> and uh, because it's a building of the GR, it is modern building, it is old building, it is, it is really not pleasant architecture, but it's a tremendous amount of people there. Okay, great. Well, that's uh, that's good to know, and uh, sometimes you just have to you know start somewhere and start in a central location is always a good idea when you don't know the when you don't know the city so uh, so where where else what what would you something different something different if you um what i would recommend to go is uh Prenzlauer Berg. it's an um 
It's a neighborhood in the former eastern Berlin. Um, it was back in the day. It was the refuge of the intellectuals of East Germany who lived there. These days, it's a bit uh, a mixture of hipsters and latte moms, which means uh, young mothers drinking a lot of latte macchiato. <laughs> and so it's the hip part of town now. Yeah, it's it's the gentrified hip part yeah. of town. Okay. Non gentrified hip um or hipper. Um you would go to to the subway station Eberswalder Straße. Again, subway station Eberswalder Straße, you have a crossing of several streets, you have trams coming in and out. It's uh it's a place where you can go day and night and simply follow the crowd and see um what's going on. Uh If you're walking around, there are a few things that are of interest. There's Castagnanale, you're heading right off it. It's a street with a lot of bars and restaurants and a lot of crowd going on. Um, you can visit the Kultur Brauerei. This is a former brewery which has been um, uh, renovated now with shops, with clubs and everything. And this goes over several... Um, Blocks. It's, it's it's a huge part. It's interesting to see. It's open day and night. There's a cinema in it, and it's. I recommend. I highly recommend seeing it. Um, from there, you could go to. Um, let's have a look. Oderberger Straße is a nice little street. You have a fantastic coffee shop there. Uh, there's Rieke Straße, which is a traditional. Uh, Buildings of the 19th century with little coffee shops and bars um, and a lot of moving on the street. Also, very interesting. That's the Prenzlauer back to It's very uh, compact. So this is something you could easily do if you say, I have two hours or something like that and I want to go somewhere. It's it's uh, very easily done. It's, it's a very narrow neighborhood. Great. So now it's it's a pretty young um, dynamic city now. I mean, Berlin, it seems like it's one of those cities that never sleep. Is that right? Yeah, it's, uh, Berlin has no curfew. There is, um, in Berlin, you have never after hours club because, um, all clubs were basically after hours. It's still like that, that you get, um, discounted entry fees at the, if you arrive at the club before midnight because nobody does that. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> So, yeah, oh, Berlin is pretty much, uh, as for partying, as for what's going on in the street, it's pretty much 24-7. It's not 24-7 for shopping. Most shopping shopping areas close down at 8 o'clock, some at 9 o'clock, and then that's that. Okay. And Sundays, it's pretty much closed. It's more, um, yeah, the, the party party parts of towns are, are the ones that kind of stay open nonstop, right? Yeah, there, there's the yeah, and there's the legendary Späti, as we call it in Germany, which is which would be in English Lady. These are little shops which pretty much offer everything you need in this dress, which means mostly beer, cigarettes, and uh, fast food, and they have open twenty four seven. So um, the, the recourse of somebody who who missed the, the regular shopping hours is the usual speedy. Okay. And and people usually have an intimate relationship with their personal speedy where they used to shop. Now, if I want to go do something that's typical, I mean, if I want to go shoot, set a stage of somewhere that I can't find anywhere else but in Berlin, 
Where would I go? Where is that square with those columns? You know what I'm talking about? The square with the columns? No, no, the columns. They're like, um, it's a memorial. Yeah, they're not yeah. Columns. I'm, they're I'm um, more... coming to that. Yeah, oh, that, okay, would great. Be, that would be my walk. Number six. Oh, okay. I called it. Sorry, I, I probably completely no, no, messed no up your, uh, your, no, your walk can, schedule. <laughs> the, um, the walk six is, I, I called it the new Berlin. Um, it is everything in this walk is basically newly built after unification. It's not a building newly built. It's, it's the whole area is newly built. There was pretty much nothing there before uh, unification. It was a wasteland uh, near the wall. It was uh, the western part didn't do anything because they believed in unification. The eastern part didn't do anything because it was too close to the wall. So it was completely re newly built. It is pretty much inter pretty interesting to see and a lot of things going on. It you, you would start at Potsdamer Platz. Potsdamer Platz is was the busiest part of town in the in the 20s of the last century and again it is very very busy. You have the Sony Center which is a, a huge round building with an open roof. It's um, extremely impressive. It's um, Potsdamer Platz is also an area which is a uh, interesting to see at pretty much every day of the uh, every time of the day or night there's uh, hardly ever an, a moment when there's nothing going on uh, from there you would move over to Leipziger Platz which is just um, just across and there's a new mall that has opened up and the mall is in two parts and there's a bridge going over between the two parts which give you tremendously great views over Berlin which is um, Extremely interesting to see, even if you don't care at all for shopping malls. Uh, personally, I hate shopping malls, but this is a really interesting thing to view and to see. And from there on, you can walk a few meters along Eberstraße, and that will get you to the Holocaust Memorial. You refer to it. I have a picture of it in the show notes. Oh, great. And this is very specific to Berlin. It is a memorial for the murdered Jews during the Holocaust. Um, actually, it's it's two parts. It's it's the stones you can see. Uh, this is extremely impressive. It is um, it is a field of stella, and they're all a bit bent. Mm -hmm. And when you get close to it, you say, what's the point? I don't see it. Once you go down, you will disappear because the stella go up about uh, four meters something and you will simply disappear and that's when the moment when when it gets to you uh, if you go underground you have a you have a very good museum which is um, open for for public uh, no fee the Holocaust Memorial is really a place that's interesting and it's a great place to shoot because you have a you have a the structure is unique. You will not find it anywhere else. Exactly. I mean, so that's always when I recently, I've, when I've seen pictures of Berlin, that's that's kind of a recurring uh, spot for yeah. setting a stage. And and it's really a more minimalist type of photography where the the, the urban architecture here is the is the subject. And then you add the human elements in a either in a motion blur or something. And there I've seen so Absolutely. many striking, striking images. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, um, again, it's a place where you 
Well, this is a place, it, it is not illuminated at night, which means you will want to go there during daytime. It is um, not as easy to photograph as it looks like. So if you go there, take your time. Mm -hmm. it and, is, it, and it's also a place of, um, it's a memorial. So, I mean, people have to be extremely respectful and, and not make their presence too too obvious or or maybe not even... Is it frowned upon? I mean, can people actually stay there for a little while or, or are, are photographers actually welcome? Yeah, photographers are totally welcome. Okay. It's, um, it's, um, you can, it's actually, I would call it selfie central Berlin. It's um, incredible. What you are not supposed to do is to run on the Stella. You can okay. you can actually, if you feel like it, you can jump from Stella from, to Stella right across the field. People do it, of course, and you're not supposed to. Okay. Other than that, and uh, let's say normal standard behavior, it's um, you can do pretty much everything there. It's a very open place, very welcoming. Okay, great. So uh, any favorite time of day you would recommend going there? Uh, this is... Um, It depends a bit on the um, on the light you have. Um, if you if if you, this is very very gray. It, it it is it is middle gray. If if you go for for strong contrast, you will want to have sunlight, which means you will want to go early in the morning or you will go in the evening hours, depending on time of year. Okay. Um, But basically, you want to go there during daytime because at night, um, it's not illuminated. There's nothing much to shoot. Okay. I know people as well. And also, it depends if you want to go when they're, if you, of the approach and the type of image you envision. If you yeah, want exactly. fewer, fewer people, you may have to go there a little bit earlier uh, to catch more of a, a, a minimalist um, shot of the place yes, exactly, I, I, and, exactly. and weekdays may be better than weekends as well uh, fewer fewer tourists i imagine yeah yeah it's, it's a pretty it's 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 a hot spot it's pretty covered but but you can get your um i'm alone in the shot pretty much at any time you just need to take a bit of time and, and wait people out okay and no tripods most likely uh actually i have That's not much use of a tripod okay. in there because you have, you see, if you're in there, you will, um, the stellar are pretty close to each other, which means um, there's no point in, in using a tripod. Okay. Uh, no, you could probably, you could probably, but it's no point. Actually, and you could plant your camera on every stellar, they come yeah. in every height, so look, exactly. there, there is no need for it, you can improvise. That's right, and uh, as street photographers, we really, uh, I never bring a tripod, I think part of the fun sometimes is to find the right structure to set my camera on if I want to do a long absolute, exposure. Absolutely. It's, uh, it becomes part of the, of the hunt. Uh, great, so where next? Where next? Um, next would be, um, I call the, let me see, um, yeah, next would be walk five, which is, um, my, my favorite of all walks. Oh, great. Would, this is, um, you would drive to, to subway station Schlesisches Tor, which is, um, uh, the end part of Kreuzberg. Kreuzberg is typically in a neighborhood with a lot of immigrants, with, um, um, a lot of alternative culture 
with uh, a classical workers district it is very very mixed it's also Kreuzberg is also an area where have you um, heavy drug trade so watch out a bit what you are photographing not everybody is welcoming you, you photographing so this is a bit of a place where we have a look a bit it's safe but just watch around okay so now how are German people I mean I suppose different cities are I have each city is different, just like in the U.S., where it's easier to shoot in one city than another. Um, are people kind familiar with street photography? Are they really um, are they bothered by it? Uh, as a street photographer, how do you how would you rate Berlin as far as ease of of uh, shooting street photography and not being constantly uh, stopped by security like you are in some places? Like I was just in New York and I, I was stopped by security in so many places. Uh, how is it there? Security wise, it's easy peasy. You okay. will never get stopped at security unless you're really entering. Um, I don't know if if you try to get in Reichstag or something like that. Then there's security. Other than that, you're you're pretty free to go. As with the people, it really depends on your personal style. I mean, you have to work with who you are and what your style is in in. Kreuzberg, for example, there are a lot of uh, people of Turkish origin, which can either be very proud to be photographed or very upset, depending okay. on what's your approach. And this is really personal. I have had rarely any trouble with uh, somebody um, with shooting people. Sometimes people ask me to delete it, which I will do, and that's that. Okay, good. Well, that's good. That's good to know. That's your. That's that's something you do because uh, you don't you don't have to. But I always feel like if it's a bad experience for my subject, then I wouldn't feel right using the picture. So you kind of have the same philosophy about that. You're just not going to fight it and just not use exactly. it. Exactly. I mean, in the end, I can shoot easily another picture. It's uh, I'm not attached to one picture yeah you want it to you want to either remain invisible or or make it a good experience for yeah for both. exactly yeah ex exactly yeah. well it's a lot it, it really depends a lot of your approach and when they see you shot them if you just nod and say thank you most of the time it does the deal okay great well that's good to know because i know it's it's trickier in in some places than others and and um but it's it's nice that uh people are not completely um upset by it or just uh, uh, become aggressive or anything. I've, n I've never really run into that that myself anywhere. But uh, it's a concern for a lot of new street photographers. You know, they feel a bit shy and, and uh, are concerned of people's reaction. But if it's just a matter of somebody being, you know, not wanting to have their picture taken and, and uh, you know, then just move on. Go go exactly. to the next spot. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted your flow of photo walks, but those are some really interesting tidbits of information for people uh, because they apply anywhere in the world. And, um, yeah, and sure, it's always sure. good to hear another street photographer like yourself who's been doing this for a long time, what their approach is. So um, that I find that very interesting. So, um, so, we, so that this, this, the last spot, uh, walk number five, uh, just be a little more cautious. How, yeah. how safe is Berlin in general? I mean, I suppose like anywhere else, there are neighborhoods that you have to be more cautious than others, especially maybe at night. 
year. Actually, it's not that much a neighborhood thing. The, the point of Berlin, you can have um, a, a very safe place. Uh, trouble starts right at the next corner. So it's, um, it's, it's rarely, other than the government district, which has a huge police presence, uh, there's no place where you shouldn't be alert a little. Other than that, Berlin is extremely safe. You can use uh, transportation all the day, you can, uh, and all night. You can walk pretty much everywhere all day, all night. There is a little concern if I were not of, um, let's say, if people wouldn't consider me as white meaning I would be either of African or Asian descent. In that case, I would avoid the far outer eastern districts because there are quite a lot of skinheads and it can simply be unpleasant. Really? Wow. Okay. See, I wasn't, yes. I wasn't aware of that. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, wow, that's scary. <laughs> that's a scary yeah. thought. Usually, you wouldn't want to go there anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you're if you're simply if you look in the mirror and say people will not uh, you see me as a white person, uh, you're you're better off not going. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Wow. Um, but um, but other than that, there is there is there like a red light district in in Hamburg? No, not actually really. Berlin. I mean in Berlin. Berlin sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still stuck no, on the Hamburg episode. No, no. Actually, Berlin has no has no um, Sperbezirk, as we call it, which means prostitution is not only legal; it's legal everywhere. Which means it can pop up everywhere. Okay, pretty much. So okay, great. So avoid avoid photographing people in transaction, as we yeah, can say. Yeah, it, avoid yeah. people in transaction. Be it drug trade. Be it uh, be it uh, anything prostitution related, yes. Okay. That's so that you will do that anyway. But simply, drug transaction can happen right next to you. Usually, there's nothing much going on. They do their thing, you do your thing, and okay. you're all fine. Exactly. Great. Okay. So now so, that we set that aside, where where should so that would probably cover at least day one, if not more, because I think we walk quite a, a long ways. Yes. Where yes. where would if be a, if, if I only if have two or three days? Where left? What you need to do is to cross Oberbaumbrücke, which is a, a bridge crossing the Spree from south to north. It's uh, it was actually the a bridge separating the eastern from the western part and it's a wonderful bridge you have light coming um your great lateral light in the morning and the evenings it's it's, it's an awesome place it's, it's very very busy because um both Friedrichshain, the neighboring district and uh, Kreuzberg have a huge um, um bar and club uh, area going on so people are crossing over all the time it's it's amazingly interesting okay great so it would be a good spot to hang out for a little while and, yes uh, absolutely okay absolutely. great great so any um so if i want to do more okay so i it, does berlin have okay there is the the old part of town is there like a business center business district that's really modern glass kind of like a uh more of an american skyline or is it all mixed 
Yeah, it's all mixed. Actually, the, the Potsdamer Platz is the closest to what we have to, to an American skyline. Okay, so we can use, we can play with refractions and things like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That will be, that will be Potsdamer Platz. Okay, great, great. So, um, any other, any, any other walk that you think would be, uh, definitely a, a must for any street photographer visiting Berlin for just two or three days? Um, there is, um, There is another walk which is traditional Western Berlin. You will have uh, uh, lesser tourists because most tourists now are in the central part of Berlin, which is the former eastern part. And that would start uh, at, at uh, the um, subway station Wittenbergplatz, following up Townsienstraße, Breitscheidplatz, Kurfürstendamm. These are traditional West Berlin places which were very hot at the time where there was still the wall. Uh, which are a bit in decline now. Uh, these are interesting places to shoot and just to walk. Okay, this great. is a very recommended place. So now if I want to rest my feet for a little while and I want to go check out an exhibit or something, is there any, any ongoing photography um, exhibition in Berlin? That you um, would recommend? Or, um... Yeah, right now we have, um, we have actually two museums for, for photography. Each other close as something like... A, Five minutes by feet. You can reach them both at the uh, Zoologische Garten. One is the Museum for Photography, which has a large part of Newton. And there is CO Berlin, like Care of Berlin. And that is in the Hardenbergstraße. And they have at this moment the Magnum sheets, the Magnum contact sheets, huge exhibition. Oh, great. But that's, that's kind of a, that's a temporary exhibit. That's right? temporary, but they okay. will always have something. Okay, great. That's good. That's that's awesome. Um, other than that, uh, so we've covered pretty much a lot of things besides just the photo walk. You know, it's always interesting the cultural aspects and uh, and the safety, um, as well as you know problems with security, which seems like um, in Germany it's pretty relaxed. So I've never had any any problems there. Uh, And, and many European cities, actually, we're so used in the States to be stopped the minute you pull out a camera, uh, whether you're at the shopping mall or in, uh, you know, in the library. So you, you feel like in Berlin, it's pretty easygoing, even in inside buildings to just have your camera and, and get some shots. Yes, mostly it's, it's museums. Uh, there tend to be two classes of museums. Some okay. allow it, some don't. Okay. But people will simply tell you easily, don't do it. As for shopping centers, inside of shops, it's usually not allowed. But again, try it and worst thing happens is some guy will approach you and will say, look, it's not allowed. And okay. he will do it in a nice way. He will do it in English. And so... Try to shoot and wait what happens. Exactly. You're not at a risk at all. Sometimes it's easier to ask for forgiveness than to ask permission, yes, actually, right? It is. It is. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, a smile goes a long way in any language and in any culture. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Great. So anything else you'd like to, to add? Um, things that really people must know before they, before they visit Berlin and, uh, and other things that you think are, are a must-sees that you'd like to share? Yeah, maybe maybe two two things that are specific to, to Berlin in a way. One is the Tempelhof airfield. This is the third airport okay. and it's closed down and you can walk over the airfield. And this is, it is an inner city airport and it is 
amazingly interesting because you have the vast area, you see nothing because you see for miles along and this is in the middle of the city. You have skaters there, you have runners there, you have uh, kite surfers there. It's, it's pretty interesting to go there. Oh, fun. So, so, so they actually maintain it. It's not yeah, like left abandoned. It. Okay. They maintain it. The other thing to go is if you're a street photographer, if you're in Berlin on Sundays, go to Mauerpark, which is again uh, Eberswalder Straße. This is a flea market, uh, musicians playing, there's a karaoke, there are graffiti artists. It's more like a happening. You have thousands of people coming. It's... Um, Amazingly interesting if you want to shoot. Okay, great. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, people start out with street photography. They need to start with busier places to blend in more and they're less intimidated that way. So uh, markets are always a good place to start. And and would you recommend any better time of the year? I mean, I know your winters get quite cold, but sometimes the bad weather bring the best images. Uh, but um, then again, summer nights are pretty long. So it's our summer evenings. You can stay out late and shoot for a long time so summers are always a good time to to be in berlin and it doesn't get that awfully hot does it uh it can get hot but not as hot as uh, i don't know florida or okay. really southern areas no uh summer is great um late late summer is great uh spring is great winter is definitely not so great it can be cold and you can have a complete lack of light and it uh, it can really be tempting to shoot decently in winter particularly if the sun doesn't show up so, so <laughs> yeah. and it can be freezingly cold it's basically continental climate which means like siberia can be very hot in the summers very cold in the winter yeah sounds like uh, minnesota where i am right now <laughs> and the streets get pretty uh, uh pretty empty in the in the winter so uh, white could be good for some minimalist shots i suppose <laughs> people finding the snow so yeah if there's no yeah yeah Yeah. Some, sometimes there is, sometimes there is not, okay. but, but really winter is, is, is really also for me a low productive air okay. phase of the year. <laughs> That's when you uh, start uh, going through all your Lightroom library and, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. and sort things out. Uh, or great. start traveling, yeah. Or, or travel to warmer climates. Yes, that was my next suggestion. Uh, when people camp, that's always when we live in those cold climates. Uh, the, those uh, winter trips to warmer places are always, uh, are always uh, welcome. Well, thank you so much. Now, where can people go to find out more about you? And I will put some of your images because I just love your work. And they're all images shot in Berlin. So people can get a feel for it. I'll put that on the show notes. And I'll, I'll put links to your social media and, and uh, all information. But if people are in their car right now and they want to check out your work, where would they go once they, uh, once they arrive at destination? Uh, it would be easiest to, to my website is streetberlin.net. That would be the easiest place uh, to go and to find about my work. Yeah, that's a that's a good name for a website for Berlin street photographer, streetberlin.net. Awesome, and uh, and you're on Google Plus, you're on Facebook. I'm on Google Plus. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Allo. I'm okay. uh, pretty much. I'm on Twitter, but um, the, the the website has it all basically. Okay. Oh, you're on Allo. So how is that? It's been a good. Uh... Uh, it's it's interesting. It's uh it's a bit like. Um, We all meet at zero. I mean, it's um, <laughs> that's right. 
It, it's interesting, but it's nice. I like the way they they present photography, and it's 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 a nice crowd. What's interesting? There's no way on Allo to like or to plus, which oh, means okay. you either have to take time to comment something and write something of value or you've just seen it and that's that okay well i'll have to go check it out well thanks again martin and uh if i make it to berlin in the next year or two i'll definitely uh uh send you a a, a message and then uh, maybe we can go hit the streets of berlin together yeah please do would that be would, would be a pleasure that would be great thanks again and thank we you are, for having Thank, thank you for your time. And we're at the end of another episode of Street Focus. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show and to check out the show notes for this episode. And also, please go over to Google Plus and join the growing Street Focus community. It's a great place to share your images and meet other street photographers. And it's also a, a good place where you can introduce me to street photographers who are working on some interesting projects and who could be guests for my show. And also, don't forget to ask questions to be answered in the Q&A episodes. And if you enjoy the show, please go over to iTunes and leave us a rating. And to sign up for exclusive TWIP membership benefits and discounts, you can head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash join. My name is Valérie Jardin, and you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets. Hit the streets.